that is how i i call my internet designing is all about giving uh, reflecting the personality of the person even if the person is not there in that house or is not there in the bedroom but that bedroom or that house should reflect the personality of that person you're about to enter the akyan podcast yan podcast india's first and very own architecture podcast where you'll hear the insights experiences and journeys from india's leading architects no matter what your skill level is together we'll build on our knowledge and share architecture's greatest stories ever told now here's your host manish paul simon hey guys welcome back to yet another episode of the akyan podcast Now before I head to the episode I would like to just say that I like to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for all the love and support you've shown it really keeps me motivated to release episodes every week interview architects and designers and provide high quality content for you guys I hope this podcast is helping you out some way if it has please do share it with your friends and family and it would be great if you guys could leave a rating and review for us on iTunes and also the other podcast platforms leaving a rating and review on iTunes helps the podcast grow and it helps in reaching out to more people so just a small call to action for you guys before i get into the episode so i'm super stoked to be sharing this episode with you guys because we have an industry veteran in the interior design field he has over 15 years of experience and he's completed over 1000 plus projects wow that's a big number this is none other than ajinkya dumal who's the founder and principal of Infinity Designs based out of Pune. In this episode we discuss how he got started with interior design, the struggles he had in the early 2000s, how the field is growing, what it has in store for us. He gives great tips and I'm sure it's going to help you guys. It's a short and sweet episode. I hope you find it useful. Please do share it again with your friends and family and yeah, let's jump right to it. This is Journey of an Interior Designer with Ajinkya Dumal. definitely uh, manish actually the thing is i uh, i was very passionate about art about colors about uh, drawing sketching since my childhood i did my uh, elementary and intermediate uh, drawing exams when i was in 7th and 8th and normally people take two or three attempts to pass it right. but i passed out that both the exams in uh, scored all both the exams in like first attempt great and was that uh, after ten that took my bachelor of uh, science basically i wanted to do something in science or probably bsc agree which my parent wanted me to do uh-huh. and my entire uh, focus or my whole liking is towards more towards uh, art and architecture and interior designing and uh, that thing so in 1999 uh, i passed out my diploma in interior designing uh, from jagannath rati uh, that's a interior designing diploma which i passed out in 1999 that was in pune that is from pune yeah. so it's very famous college uh, in pune which is under ferguson uh, college ferguson university they right. have this enormous diploma course there yeah. okay so how did you get started uh, you finished your course and then you started off on your own or uh, did you start working no. for a couple of companies uh, i was like from uh, particularly from 1999 till 2002 till till april and 2002 i was working with one senior architect uh, mr rahul mota his firm name is designers concept i used to work with him uh, as a junior interior designer as a trade i did my intern my training my junior uh, interior designing entire 
scope of handling his sites, understanding how the internet is running, how his functions and everything. I learned a lot of things over there at Ramadan's uh, office. Right, right. So this is for around uh, three to four years, is it? Yeah, I worked out there for more than two to one half years. And then uh, you decided to start off on your own. Yeah, then I decided to start my own practice, and then I like taken more than six seven months of break from my usual routine from uh, Rahul's office, and then I decided to form this company called Infinity Architects and Interior Designers, and I started this practice on seven July two thousand and two was the exact date when we founded first. Uh, Infinity logo, and we started our practice from very small uh, home office kind of thing uh, from uh, Pune only. And how did you come up with the name? Uh, that name is some somewhere. I feel like infinity is never ending, and I want to give something which is like not usual. In two thousand, two thousand and two, these are all. Uh, that was the era of a very very basic names, you know. Yeah, yeah. People Your name of Sankalpana architect, or probably a very uh, Hindu mythological names. Yeah. Where I want to adopt a very modern, contemporary name so that we can, in the future, we can create an a corporate identity out of it. That was my idea. Okay, and uh, that was a time when uh, even AutoCAD and all these things were just starting off, right? So how did you uh, start work, or how did you work AutoCAD on? AutoCAD started actually in 1992-1993. Yeah, and. Uh, When that that time I think the release was 2000 or 2000 AutoCAD release 2000 was there in 2002 or 2001. So that was the time when we was getting adopted from the hand sketching or probably the pencil drafting on the drafting table, T square, Z square, and we are just getting rid of it and we are just adopting the technology into the interior designing as far as AutoCAD, 3D Max, and a uh, lot of softwares like that time only. Mobile software was there for all architects and designers. Now there are plenty of software which is available. That yeah. And how was your initial struggles? Uh, I'm sure like you would have had like a lot of challenges starting off on your own, especially the finances and all that, right? Definitely. So Manish, name normally what happens in any architecture, interior designing, or even civil engineering courses, no one teaches you how to manage the business. Basically, what Absolutely. they teach you is. Uh, language of drawing language of understanding technical knowledge a lot of uh, material finishes and combinations uh, shop drawings probably working drawings and everything but no one teaches you the finances no one teaches you the account no one teaches you the management human resource administration how to delegate how to you know probably those in the first 3 4 years probably From 2002 till 2000 and probably 8 was a very struggling period. From you know getting the job and probably getting the employees. What kind of question I should ask when I am taking an interview? How I can manage the finances? How can I get the funds from the client? When I should ask the fees? When I should not ask the fees? How much should I charge? How much should I not charge? And that time the exposure was not because the information technology, internet was. Yeah. Expensive that time, so the things are very different in 2004, 2005. So we used to, you know, probably refer the books. Uh, there is a very famous book by professional practice for interior designers by Mr. Ahmed Kasu was the architect who written that book. Okay. So normally we used to follow that book and uh, probably understand the formats, probably understanding the formats of purchase order, material acquisitions, you know, billing invoices and all. And that's how we learn from. Every failure, we uh, learn something good out of it. 
when we talk about uh, design right so how do you approach uh, a design like when you get a project and suppose you're for example if you are asked to design a 3 bhk how would you start off the design process so the whole design process is all about you know a lot of personalization i at first i love to meet client understand his requirements understand what he want what he needed and what is his lifestyle and i try to reflect the personality of that person from whatever i'm designing for him that is how i i call my interior designing is all about giving uh, reflecting the personality of the person even if the person is not there in that house or he is not there in the bedroom right. but that bedroom or that house should reflect the personality of that person right right great but then uh, when you talk about you know reflection of the personality of the client sometimes the budget comes into picture right so uh, how do you manage the budget and uh, bring about the creativity in the projects see uh, i i think budget and creativity are uh, there are two two different thing you know whatever you can do it in a, a budget of like a 2000 rupees a square feet you can still do a good job and whatever you can do it in 20000 rupees a square feet you can still do a good job so i think budget is not something you have to have the uh, knowledge and the power of convincing the client that what will look good for that person and uh, what is his actual need and what is actually uh looking for there are two different things so normally what happens is uh, most of the time like most of the clients like out of 100 like 98% of the people they are normally coming to me or discussing with any interior designer i think uh, what they are looking for is they always talk about i want this i want this i want bed i want i want sofa yeah. i want lounge i want side table they never think about you know what they need so it is it is a very uh, crucial job of an interior designer to make sure that uh, he is uh, bridging the gap between what client needed and what client want that's a very crucial thing just to understand uh, with his uh, two three meeting you have to you have to uh, hey, like take take the note a uh, very strict note uh, note of that person and understand what exactly he looking for okay. um like when so for example if you are asked to design a smaller space uh, how do you approach a smaller space how do you make it uh, lively or make it look good so it's it's about you know uh, basically it's a smaller space or bigger space we make try to understand note down all the requirement and we try to optimize what are the best we can do in the space day by day in india whatever the scenario was in 2000 and probably what are the scenario in 2020 is completely different the rates has uh, the property has just shoot up like uh, no yeah. business at and that is like really making every designer to uh make the optimum and maximum use of uh, the places spaces what they are working on so we we try to give uh, more better light and ventilation try to use more better fresh colors some good pastel shades use mirror use some natural stones or good uh, material like natural veneers and all to make the whole uh, space look bigger and better and uh, could you also tell us about the various materials in interior design like we have plywood we have uh, pine wood then we have all these different kinds of uh, wood plywood plywood is there btc is there then decor is there then uh, this is these are all raw materials basically when it comes to finished material you have to keep yourself very much updated by you know uh, going to the new places going to new exhibitions in india abroad going to china going to going to europe going to germany for ligna going to europe for saloni and then going to paris for mezzo 
So you have to understand what is happening in, uh, in and around the world, what are the new ceramic materials are coming, what are the new natural quarries of marble are getting open, which are the new colors which are coming in a fashion, which are the new veneers are going to be uh, trending in 2019, what is going to be the trend in 2020. So you have to be very updated uh, with your uh, information technology, with your going yourself and uh, you have to have a very keen eye of observing things what is happening around you. Okay. You know, a lot of clients, even I worked with few clients where they complain about MDF. So is MDF really a bad material? Not not really. If you really use a good fine MDF, then there is no problem. But if you use a very normal MDF and where you're using, or no material is bad, but where you're using that material is very important. Okay. Okay. Great. In interior design, we have decor as well. So could you maybe explain about uh, what in decor and interior design, the differences between the two? So the decor is basically after you completely finish your hard work of your know, natural marble, natural cladding and you finish all your uh, soft furnishings or something. So when you basically finish all your civil work, you finish your services, you finish your furniture and once you your, your site is ready after the deep cleaning and all of probably that time uh, the decor which comes into a play from you know selecting the fabric, the uh, window blinds or pillows or the cushions, soft furnishing, accessories, photo frames, artwork, wall murals and all. And that plays a very important. Basically, how much you work like six months hard or one year hard on a project and all the last eight days or the ten days of your entire decor really plays a very important and a vital role in uh, making your site look uh, amazing and that wow to come out from clients eyes you even recommend decor for your clients as well definitely definitely either we do it in-house or we we try to appoint you know third-party agencies those who take care of all this they are the better people those who are you know into decor and getting into the soft furnishing and you know placement of the vases placement of the dry flowers original flowers and the green plants and you know uh, is there any area apart from traditional areas where you can apply your interior design and uh, specialize yourself like maybe for example a home theater a designer or something along those lines no we, we are not specialized but we have done all genre of works we have uh, from you know small smaller job whatever do, what we did is for one custom notified shop who used to sell a perfume which is of around 180 square feet till we did a job of like uh, 4 lakh square feet uh, of interior designing. So oh, wow. we don't specialize in one thing, but we actually get into the detail. We understand what, where, what we are doing, what is that client's need, what he's looking for, what is going to be his future expansion, who is going to be the, the youngest in the family, who is going to be the oldest in the family, who is going to grow uh, elder in the family, what is their requirement after five years down the line, what is the requirement after two years down the line, and then we design. So I feel... Uh, like it's a very dynamic uh, thing when you are yeah. sitting with a client for a designing subject. Okay. And you also in touch with a lot of various consultants, right? As an interior designer. Could you t- maybe tell us about the various consultants uh, involved in interior design? In interior designing from uh, very smallest thing, like once you start with your any bungalow or any kind of work, you need a RCC consultant at uh, place first who design your column and beams and everything. Then you require MEP consultant. MEP consultant takes care of your HVAC, plumbing, electrical, and all the load calculation, generator, and everything. Then we required a sound and uh, basically 
automation consultant who takes care of the entire home automation, the BMI right. plus your lighting and all. Then there is a lighting consultant who's coming into play. Last four five years back, this new uh, probably uh, avenue which is opened in uh, interior designing. A lot of interior designer has taken uh, chosen a career as a lighting consultant. So they they come as a lighting consultant in on your project and they help you to choose the right kind of light, right kind of ambience. Tunable white, tunable, dimmable lights, a lot of things are coming up in the market, and these are the people those who normally help you out with uh, getting the proper number, uh, the proper pictures on the side. Then there are temple consultant, then there are facade consultant, then there are waterproofing consultant, then there are uh, furnishing, soft furnishing consultant, and there are decor consultant. There are like if you really working hard and it's a good budget is there. And you require at least 14 to 15 consultant to make sure that your house is going to be the, the top notch. Okay, great. Uh, so now, of course, we have the internet to go and find all these consultants. But how did you uh, start building your contacts uh, when you started off? So basically, it's it's about you know normally uh, understanding what is happening in the market and see what are what is the last project which is got completed in your city or in like probably Mumbai or probably in Bombay, Bangalore. So what are the buzz? Whoever is like which are the which project is being normally talked about? So most talk about the project we go we visit we see what is wrong in there what is right in there and then probably we ask like who is the lighting consultant who is the MEP consultant then we meet them then we understand what is their charges how they can also meet us, what can be their value addition to our project, how they can help us, uh, me saving the energy, me saving the time and uh, the client will be happy throughout the year, What, how I can do the less maintenance for all my project which I am handing over to the people. So we try to you know, understand, it's a big process but yes we have uh, now come to a solution where we are able to manage all these things. Okay, great. And uh, how did you land all these uh, big clients? You have uh, you done projects for Bosch, Tata, BMW, and so many of all these big companies, right? It's pretty awesome. So, uh, how did you land the big ones? So, I work for their dealerships basically. So, we we taking care of their Maruti is one of my very big client uh, for their one of their dealers in PCMC. So, we did their Nexa showroom, we did their uh, Maruti Arena showroom, and uh, they have their CIT programs and all. Basically, if you passionate about what you do and you love what you do, I don't think so there, is, there are any uh, big client or small clients. If you are passionate, it, it sees in your work, it sees in your action, it sees when you talk, when you communicate and that makes you, you know, grow further in your life. All right. And uh, let's talk about technology. So now uh, you see that all these startups, right, like LiftSpace, Homelane, uh, then yeah. there's Design Cafe, all these guys, they're, the CEOs also have not been actually interior designers, they're uh, rather uh, software engineers. So uh, do you see the sort of change that is happening in interior design going forward? Yes, I do. I do. I can see a lot of, uh, probably a lot of healthy competition, I can say, or probably a lot of unorganized sector of interior designing or the carpentry work or so-called interior designing the people used to, you know, probably do because of the leaf space or such big players like RIA and all these guys. They are actually got this, they understood the depth of this industry and they have become a big aggregator uh, for, uh, you know, getting all these brand under one roof and creating services. When they are not internet designer also, but the kind of orientation centers these guys have created in all the metro cities all over the all over India, and however they are selling it and however they are completing the job, 
in time and in precision probably that is uh, one of the biggest competition for all the smaller or bigger practices as far as interior designing is concerned but i think uh, such competition makes everyone more organized and, and uh, more uh, on their toes to work better and better in their life yeah absolutely what are the different tools uh, as that you use as an interior designer so we use a lot of software basically 3d max is there revit is there then we use google sketchup then we use uh, autocad then we use uh, the 3d plotters the 3d printers then we use uh, the most of the things which where we can able to with the visualization or with the models if we able to you know probably convince the client in a much better way we try to use all the tools and all that softwares for uh, in our office okay Uh, when we talk about the business of interior design right uh, starting off people charge very less and then we have a standard which is maybe around uh, 7 to 10% or even more uh, so could you maybe tell us about to, 10, to be very frank in today's scenario 7 to 10% is very less actually okay. if you are talking about yeah so i think 12 to 15% 15% is a very right and appropriate amount because in india this uh, still the architecture interior designing or any designing profession is not still respected the way yeah, absolutely, made yeah. in other countries like in european countries or in us they charge on hourly basis so like if you are taking extra one hour of that consultant you have to pay like 500 dollars or 1000 extra per hour so it is not happening in india yet but i think the few new era probably in 2020 i am expecting something like this Yeah but I think the main reason why it's not happening because of all the new players who come in and charge very less right new players are not charging uh, any fees like as per as my knowledge i think don't they they are not charging any significant okay. fees to the client as per as designing and uh, the whole uh, execution is concerned but they are earning like they have the power of buying and after they are buying it from the basic manufacturer of OEMs so they are earning a lot of money they are making a lot of money into that that is where and the brand name the amount of money they are spending on the uh, probably on the social media about advertisement about instagram and everything that is where they are their foot uh, uh, footsteps are getting getting more recognized compared to any smaller or bigger practice in india yeah talking about social media now uh, back when you started i think you must have marketed i don't know if you had any marketing but uh, these days it's all never had a marketing tool but as per the triple id rules and if you register with the triple id and all yeah. uh, as a interior designer as an architect or any professional you are not allowed to do uh, level up advertisement and marketing what or everyone is trying to do on instagram or on facebook or or some of the other because that has to be a profession yeah. so you can But yeah, nowadays the whole trend uh, has shifted from you know TV to a handheld machine. So yeah. everyone is doing social media and uh, that kind of marketing. I do understand. Yeah. So talking about uh, business again, right? What advice would you give to someone who wants to start off on his own and start an interior design firm? See, the thing is, Manish, uh, the, in 2000, the whole time was different because even I am nowadays when I take an interview of a new people, those who are joining, those who come as an, they want to join yeah. my office as an or something. I see there are a lot of uh, very less efforts uh, when I am seeing their drawings and all when they have tools like AutoCAD, 3D Max, Google SketchUp, and so many things. You know, that time we used to do everything hand drafted. So in case anything goes wrong, we have to throw the sheet and we have to start everything new. Correct. So, 
nowadays it, it's not like that everything is converted to digital media or digital thing and the softwares are there the tools are there to visualize understand things things are very faster very very easy to accessible they can see the whole world what zahar is doing on a click of uh, mobile yeah. and that the whole world was different and nowadays because of all this easy accessibility what i feel the new generation is getting very uh, weak of observing the things they just go they just click the photo they think okay the mere photo click kar liya i will remember that uh-huh. so that is where the problem is happening and i am feeling that whole consciousness towards the world towards the dedication while while making the portfolio while you are in a college and all that is not been seen in their work and uh, i feel any young generation they have to minimum work for 3 years in uh, one or two practices minimum in a small office one large scale office one small scale office so then they can understand how they manage the office how they get the work how they handle the client how they communicate to the client how they communicate to the vendor how they communicate to the contractor how they communicate to the supervisor how they hand over the project how to get the project so all that processes you require three years of conscious effort to learn and grow with the firm and then you can start your own practice all right uh, so you're a guy who's seen this uh, industry for more than 15 years plus right so where do you see the industry going forward definitely with these new players coming in and everything is happening and the kind of india uh, definitely uh, i know that i don't want to get into the gdp percentage and everything but yeah whatever the work is there if you are really doing good job uh, there is no recession in this business if you are uh, good at your sketching you are good at your work you are good at delivering the things on time and you are taking care of your uh, uh, commitment which you are given to the client i think this is this is uh, un- like biggest ocean uh, to do a job in india and it's amazing profession to be respected and uh, you always love to see your own creation when you go there after 2 years or 3 years down the line all right great uh, so now we'll uh, switch to the quick fire round i'll ask you a few brief questions and you can uh, maybe answer this okay what age do you want to retire i decided to get retired at age of 40 but now i am already 40 and i think another 5 years i'll need to get retired okay <laughs> but uh, i think i'll retire at the age of 50 55 all right your uh, favorite interior design style philip stark a very good uh, basically philip stark is an architect whose uh, style whose the way he does the work i love that and the style of interior designing i think fusion is fusion or mix is what i love so mix of contemporary traditional and uh, along those uh, lines contemporary and probably uh, classic great which has been your favorite project that you worked on my favorite project uh, in 2014 i had uh, done this house jairaj house in pune one of a very close friend of mine who is bangalow i designed in pune and so jairaj it was one of my very close to my heart and another project i did in korega park uh, one big uh, bungalow that is also one of my very favorite project which i really really put my head art and hands into it great uh, which book has been your favorite my favorite book uh, which i read in 2003 was you can win by shiv khera and uh, the monk who sold his ferrari by robin sharma oh great and uh, my last question to you is uh, what advice would you give to young architects uh, students and uh, interior designers in one line love what you do 
All right, great. So this was a very short and sweet episode with uh, Ajinkya. Thanks, Ajinkya, for coming on to the show. Thanks, Manish. Thank you very and, much. And uh, what's the best way uh, we could get in touch with you if our listeners would like to get in touch with you? Uh, on my email ID. So that's Ajinkya at InfinityDesigns dot in. Yeah. Great. Uh, is that you guys are there on Instagram as well, right? Uh, do you have any handle? Uh, my handle is Ajinkya Infinity uh, D Official. You've been listening to the Ak Young Podcast. We're still building the community. Please share this knowledge with someone you know who could benefit. Just send them to akyoung.com where you'll find our free newsletter and for more podcast episodes. Search for the show on any major podcasting platform. Don't forget to subscribe where you're listening right now. And if you liked it, leave a rating or review. 